Hey, what's up, guys? We're here, Captain of the Straw Hats crew, for another episode of the Straw Hats Adventures podcast. This podcast where I share with you my tales, my stories, the emotional struggles, and everything about this incredible journey that I embarked in February this year, actually. Here with me, I got the first mate of the crew, Giada. Giada, how's it going? It's going super well. Here I am. Just join the captain for for a week, but you guys will have you with like me with you for longer in October. So this is just the beginning of the adventure. That's the truth. That's the truth. We're gonna talk more about that uh, when we get to the part of the story where you join the crew. But yeah. before you do that, I will be sharing with you guys my adventures, actually traveling a long time to reach her. And uh, yeah, Giada, you are free to comment and ask questions. You're here for that, yeah, all right? I will, I will. So, I think the last time that I talked to you guys was in Salinas de São Pedro. And I don't remember if I, like, talked exactly... Oh, I think I did. I talked about the adventure and, like, it was a red sort of water there. There were flamingos and stuff. So, I've... <laughs> you not believe this. You're not gonna believe this. After I left... Salinas de San Pedro, the guy from the mountain, Mulesan, the, the highest uh, continental, highest mountain continental Spain, he messaged me, letting me know that my card was actually there. So I had to return. I had to return to that fucking place for the third time. And that meant almost overheating my car and driving for 30 minutes uh, in 1,400 meters of elevation. So I got there, right? Got there, and uh, I, the obviously like, the bank was, uh, the bank was closed, so I had to sleep there for uh, for a day. The, so the next day in the morning, first thing that I did was I went to the bank, and I got my card. It was very quick. I ended up buying a T-shirt from the guy who helped me out because he really did. He he got nothing from yeah. that. He was just, he was just a really nice guy, and. Uh, so I left that place for the last time. Hopefully, I don't have to go back there. <laughs> Let's see, right? <laughs> yeah. Unexpected. It really is. Hopefully, I did not forget anything special there again. So I have to go back 2,000 kilometers. Yeah, because now we're quite far away, right? So oh my God! Hell of a drive. Wow, we guys, we are in Germany, right? Yeah. Right now, and uh, basically the story of this podcast is everything that happened in between when I left. Uh, the mountain, which is in south of Spain, until I got here to basically almost middle middle of journey, Germany. You know, yeah. we are uh, we're crossing Bavaria, which we thought it was a horizontal sort of place. Yeah, but it happens that it's vertical, so it crosses half of Germany. So Bavaria is the biggest region, I guess, the biggest state. I don't know if they're called region, state, department, whatever they're called. Province. It. Province. I think it's I think it's a region and then there are provinces inside of yeah. it. So anyways, left the mountain. It started going all the way up to uh, Planicies de Ruidera, which was the next most amazing place in Spain that I had to visit before leaving the country. Was it the one with the volcanoes? No, no, no. That, that was actually the last one. Planicies de Ruidera was the one with turquoise water. Okay. okay. Amazingly beautiful, like, complex of 14 amazingly beautiful lakes that honestly the water was unbelievable it, it almost seemed like the water itself had some color because it was 
you can check some pictures uh, in the stories. I, you know what? I don't think I posted yet, but I will. <laughs> I will. I haven't posted it on the reels or as post, but I will put in my in my highlights the stories. It's it was actually breathtaking. I did some exploring there, and I actually got the chance to swim in that water because there was this place. It was about five six meters high. Uh, like compared to the water level and you could jump from there it was pretty nice. fun yeah it was pretty cool it was pretty cool the water was actually a very nice temperature i just really wanted to Not drink crocodile, it I no you know the the less green a water is the less chance there's going to be a crocodile in it and this water was super blue and transparent so no crocodiles are going to go through that to those kinds of water for sure so yeah, very quick adventure. I left that day, I left for, for Valencia. Ended up sleeping in Valencia. Um, or not, I wasn't having very good days these days. Uh, just the mind playing its games. But it's just like one good day, one bad day, that's it. Yeah. But Valencia, I, I ended up not staying there. I just, because I was so much in a hurry, because I had to be, uh, I had to pick up Giada at, at the 8th. Uh, 8th 9th of, of August so I was kind of in a hurry so I left for, I left Valencia I had to meet some friends there but I didn't have the chance to because they were also not available that day so the next day first thing I went to uh, I went did some laundry then I went up north to Barcelona where I met Lex the legend Damn. yeah so Lex the story of Lex is he's part of the crew uh, but he's not going to be traveling with us anytime soon because he needs to figure out the money sort of things, you know. But he loves uh, Nepal. He loves everything about that fucking culture. And he's really into meditation and all that kind of stuff. So I stayed there with Lex for two days. I was only going to, I was only planning on staying for one. Um, but then, like, the next day, there was a party going on, and I'm like, ah, oh, what the hell? Oh, like, yeah. You can't miss the chance, right? Yeah, because Lex and I, we had a really nice talk that the first night, but then we went for, like, we, we met other people, and we didn't really have a chance to talk as much as we wanted to, so I thought, you know what, I have to stay for another day, and it was amazing. I had an amazing time with Lex, very, like, uh, not only great moments but like moments that you actually connect because they're deep emotional sort of moments and that's what we needed i will be honest my goal there was to actually check if lex was real about coming with the crew and if he was to convince him to do so yeah, and i yeah and i think i did an amazing job uh modesty apart <laughs> <laughs> uh, so i left from barcelona oh by the way my car broke down in Barcelona. Oh, yes, yeah, it's true. Your car Fucking broke down. Out. And, and it broke down. So I arrived in Barcelona in, in that night. And I was looking for a place to park near near Lex's place. And he leaves. There's no more. He, there's no place more downtown than where he leaves. So it's impossible to park in that fucking place. So I had to park somewhere else. I couldn't find a perfect place to park. So I just stopped by uh, this place that were some cars stopped. And uh, apparently they can't stop during the night. And I called Lex. He said, dude, come here. There's a place near where I am right now. It's a perfect place. So I went for like turning the car on. And the button 
that is supposed to connect the the battery to the system and make everything work just got loose and that button is like extremely extremely important yeah. it's like if if the button is not working i cannot move the car right and and i'm like fuck but i was having such a good day i was no my mind was in the right place so i'm like you know what? i'll just figure this out yeah remember you sent me a message and you weren't worried about that at the moment of course it was a problem but yeah the state of mind was good so exactly i'm like you know what i'm not gonna worry about this right yeah. now i'm just gonna worry about this in the morning and everything at his own time everything at his own time you, you know what it was, at the end it was obviously the best decision because you i would have to go through to everything that i went if even if i got mad about it yeah. you know That's true Right, so I went there, partied with Lex the next morning. <laughs> right, so here's the thing. Let me tell you a personal story right now. I don't even think that I told Jad about this. We went out, me and Lex, the first night, right? Then it was like 4 a.m. We were still into like going for other clubs. So we went to this place and then I met this girl, uh, English girl. Her name is Naomi. Oh, yeah, she's yeah, from Brighton. I know this story. You know the story? No, I don't know. I oh, know. yeah. So we we were there and, you know, we, we, we sat with this random group, me and Lex, and we were talking to them, these girls, these guys, whatever. And then Naomi came and uh, then we started talking and we connected instantly, me and Naomi. And I don't know why, but I wasn't even in my best game that night because I was so fucking tired. So I couldn't re really, like, be my best self. But for some reason, Naomi just did not leave me she was there she nice. she, she was like talking to me and i was into her as well uh but it was so late it was like 5 30 a.m and then naomi and her friends were i don't know if they were staying in this guy's place it was like this mexican peruan guy or whatever and uh i i asked him hey dude can i can i come to the place as well you know uh i'm with naomi and stuff and then he said, you know what, dude, I don't know you, so I'm not going to bring you to, to my place. So, so I told Naomi, so you know what, just come with me, you know, just come with me. Like, what the hell? I, I can't go to the place. And she was like, you know, what? I can't. Um, I have to go with my friend and all that. So I'm like, okay, then. I was a bit, not, I wouldn't say heartbroken because I just met the girl, but I was a bit sad about it, obviously. And uh, so I went back to the van and then... The only thing that was in my mind was, shit, now I have to fix this, this fucking car. And I, obviously it's not moving, so I cannot take it to Iveco. So I had to walk two hours to Iveco. So you had to brought Iveco there to the van. I had to do that, yes. And there's also footage of that happening. So I had to walk two hours to Iveco. And I was drunk. <laughs> And I was so fucking tired because I haven't slept well in this past few days. And but I had to solve this because, you know, I I knew that the place that my car was parked was not a place to park. So I had to leave and as quick as I could get someone to bring the car to the to the uh, to the uh, workshop, right? Obviously, I did not make it there in these two in two hours because. In the first 15 minutes, I, I was so tired, I saw a bench 
and I just stayed there for two hours. Really? Woke, woke up two hours later. Really? Yeah, I woke up two hours later, <laughs> and I'm like, I was having such a great night of sleep, like in that bench. There was just a bench, like a like a rocky bench, and I wake up. I'm like, fuck, I need to walk to one hour and a half more. <laughs> And, and the sun was strong as fuck. Well, what time was it? Was it already about midday? It was 10.30 actually. Oh, wow. It was 10.30. Yeah, but South Spain was hot. Yeah, fucking... Actually, it was the north of Spain. Yeah, you're right. It's not even the south part. But it was still like bloody fucking hot. So it walked all the way to the uh, to Iveco, hardest One of the hardest walks ever. And uh, stopped in Iveco, got there, told the guy all the story. Um, he said that there was only space for the vent to be fixed. It, this was a Friday, right? And he said there was only space for the vent to be fixed in like Tuesday and maybe Wednesday. I'm like, fuck, I cannot, cannot stay here for that long. But then I told the guy the whole story. He kind of felt sorry for me. And I told him it was just like the button. And he was like, you know what? Maybe I can squeeze you in on Friday. This guy, by the way, is worth mentioning. His name is uh, fuck. What was his name? Mark. His name was Mark. He worked in Iveco. We talked about uh, caravan and stuff. He was also into that. And then he called this service. I, I don't know how it's called in English actually. The service that pick up cars. No idea. Yeah, but anyways. Yeah, the big truck. That the big gets. truck car on top 180 euro just for that oh, wow. he went there to actually i had to take a taxi to where the car was first to where, where the event was first because no you cannot walking back no 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 walking back for sure but i had to be there i i couldn't just wait in the in the in the workshop so i, I took a taxi there it was like i was bro i was honestly i was in such a bad mood there like i was i had no energy I'm like, fuck, it's just so, it's just whatever. And then I got there, helped the guy, put the van in the, in the truck. He took it to the place. I had lunch there, actually. Look, honestly, like Mark really welcomed me very nicely in that place. He told me to stay in this, in this room where there was AC. Um, bad. Amazing guy. And he said that I could eat there, I could have lunch there. So I got my stuff from, from the van. I ate there. And uh, yeah, in the end, by like 4 p.m., I think, everything was done. Wow. So fucking lucky. Yeah. So fucking lucky. You are lucky. Isn't it? Yeah. But I guess, you know, I guess uh, I did charm uh, Mark a bit. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. liked me. I took a picture of me in, with him in the end. We followed each other on Instagram. He likes my stuff, our stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, went back to, to, to Barcelona. And then me and, and and Lex had another amazing night where we really, really fucking connected, right? So, yeah, left Barcelona, went to the last most amazing place in Spain. Oh, the volcanoes. The one. volcanoes they, one. Yeah. Yeah, so very interesting town. Did not have the, the Spanish sort of vibe at all. It was very, like, very green sort of place. And the houses were more like central european then yeah from the footages that i saw it didn't look spanish at all exactly exactly yeah. it was 
a different vibe for me because I've been in Spain for like two months traveling, traveling. It was so nice and refreshing. And it did rain a bit, which was good. It was like a bit cloudy and it was just a nice change of vibe, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, yeah, I went there. Pretty quick adventure. Just went. There are more than 40 volcanoes there, by the way. Uh, but I just went for one because I was in a hurry. The one that was in the middle of this city called Olot. Went up there. Uh, made friends with these two Spanish people. Very nice people. Don't remember their names right now. But we just had a very nice conversation. And I went to the center of the volcano. Went to a few of the towers. And there was one of those maps where you can... Where the map shows exactly what you're looking at. So you can mm-hmm. actually track everything that... It's like they're the name of the volcanoes. You can see them. So that's pretty cool. So I left... Uh, Left here. Yeah, well, the name of the place was Garrocha, uh, volcanoes of Garrocha, or something like this. And so I left it, and it was my last adventure in Spain, or so I thought. Yeah. Right, or so I thought. Went to another country called Andorra. Andorra is this microstate. It's a country of, of, of its own, but it's a microstate because it's so small that it can fit three times in the city of London, right? So I went to Andorra. It's 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 a country in the middle of the of the mountains between Spain and France, mm-hmm. and spent a day there. Uh, very interesting experience. They are not part of European Union, so I did not have any uh, like internet at all in there. So my goal was to leave the place as soon as possible. Very beautiful. The apparently don't know if that's true, but apparently the, the capital in Doha La Vega is the highest capital in all of yeah, Europe. Yeah, we're skeptical about that. We're now. skeptical about it because we've been to Liechtenstein and, they, and Liechtenstein is part of Europe, but they say that the lowest part of Liechtenstein is 1,400 meters above sea level. So, I mean, get your facts straight, right? Yeah, someone is lying. <laughs> someone okay. is. We're going to get him. Yeah. We're going to get him. <laughs> so, left in Doha, right, the next day, and I crossed France. It was like a whole day crossing France, slept in the beach uh, about, I don't know, four hours from Monaco, which is also a microstate. It's the second smallest country in the world and probably the richest, like in terms of, I, yeah, like, like per capita, isn't it? Like, I is that, it might be. Yeah, yeah. Like GDP per capita is probably the richest one. It's got 12,000 billion uh, millionaires living in Monaco and it's got, 38,000 people living in, in it, so, like... That says something already. It does say a lot. It's more than 25% of people that live there are millionaires. So, it's basically like a city. It's just a city, but it's a country, right? I just stay in Monaco for, like, 30 minutes. I just drive yeah. down, drive yeah, down. Yeah, but before that, you went back to Spain. Oh, fuck, yeah, 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 okay. Come on. Right, yeah, I have to tell this story. I have to tell this story. So, before I went to this huge drive uh, in France, there was this place very near Andorra, which is called Livia. And Livia is a sort of town that is surrounded by French territories, but it's Spanish. So the story with Livia is, in the, in the 15th century, the, the emperor of Germany and Spain declared that it was not a village, it was a town. And one century later, there was this dispute between Spain and French to know which territories in the area was like from Spain, it was from French. So Spain gave to French all those villages in that territory. But as it turns out, 
Livia was not considered, or Jivia, I think that's called, was not considered a village. So it, it remained a part of Spain. But here's the thing. The maps back then that they used were so inaccurate and confusing that they did not realize that there was this, like, sort of, like, how, did, how can I say, like, this straight of French land between Livia and the rest of mainland Spain. So it got separated forever from the from from the mainland. And they I'll have to say they're not very patriotic about being Spanish in yeah. Livia. They are more patriotic about being Catalans mm -hmm. from the region of Catalonia that wants to separate from Spain. And yeah, it was a very interesting adventure that I had there. Really liked the place, but did not spend the night there, left the same day. And then I went for this huge drive yeah. in France, slept in somewhere near the beach, uh, near Montpellier in France. And then the next day drove to Monaco. Just, so when I was getting to Monaco, Giada told me that she had already left her house. Do you want to tell that story? Yeah, yeah. Let, let, me, let me tell me my part for my solo adventure here. So the point is that like, uh, I only had one week free from, from job. And so I just wanted to get out of there. So in the morning, I knew you, you wouldn't probably get to, to Turin to get me that same day, the 8th of, of August. But I just thought like, what else? Who cares? I'm just going to leave and I find a nice place in the hostel if you cannot get me. If we can make any time, and just then sleep in the van. Uh, so I left and I already booked the place in, in the hostel. So everything was supposed to be settled, right? Everything was supposed yeah, to be settled. But that was already an adventure. That was already an adventure. After um, uh, it was, I guess, around 4 or 5 p.m. the same day, I spent the day there in Turin, just doing my, my stuff there on the computer, walking around. And then he told me that he couldn't, probably wouldn't have made it for, for the night and said, like, you, you go check the hostel. I was like, okay, already booked it, just gonna walk towards the place. When I got there, the uh, surprise was that there wasn't actually any booking going on. Like, the, to stay in that hotel, you had to book like two or three days previously, and I booked it that same morning. Uh, and you need to do that previously because no one is actually there. There is no receptionist or check-in. They just send you all the information through email, like a code to open the, the door. And of course, they weren't prepared for that. So it took me even some time to manage to, to get in contact with the, the girl, this woman that owns the place, and she was super nice with me because uh, it, it wasn't her that messed up. I booked the place from to a third party website, and so she was like feeling so sorry because I didn't have a place for her. That's to a nice spend person right there. Yeah, she was extremely helpful. Then she gave me the code to enter, but of course I couldn't spend the, the night in there anyway. But she just said like, you can enter, just stay there for some time, drink some water, go to the toilet, and just let me know when you leave because I cannot let you have you there for legal reasons and all sort of stuff. But just before whatever Which you, is understandable. Yeah, of course I wouldn't have done that. Of course not. Uh, she was really, really nice. And that's when he comes back into the story because then I send him a message and be like, so you sure you cannot make it for today somehow? Yeah, so here's the thing. I was one hour and a half from Monaco and Monaco is about five hours from uh, Tur from Turing, Turing which yeah. was, was where we met. And it was already like 9, 8.30? Yeah, right I think through. it was already 8.30. So I had 
but 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 then I was like, fuck, I can I cannot just leave Jada, you know. She if she has no place to sleep, like obviously I have to go there. And it gave me more motivation to keep driving. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I spent so little time in Monaco, also because there was no place to park, but also because of this. I just went straight to Turin. I ended up arriving in Turin by 3 a.m. But before that, like I think 50 minutes before I arrived, I was stopped by some police guys. Oh yeah, you told me this. Yeah. And uh, they just like wanted to know what I was doing there and my documents and stuff. They even asked if I had insurance. And obviously I told them, no, I don't have one. Like I told them the story, I told them how complicated it was. And they were like, oh, it's cool. Don't worry about it. Um, and they did just, they let me go, which was good. So yeah, everything fine with that. Everything fine with that. And then I went to Turing and I met Giada in person for the yeah. first time. Uh, yeah. We, uh, slept there for the night. Your first night in the van. Yeah. We, uh, saw this weird guy. Yeah. Going the around the van. park five yeah, times the... doing weird work, like stretching stuff. Yeah, there was, there was people around like the town was like a ghost city but people that were out there were interesting yeah yeah <laughs> let's sure. say like that oh before i met you 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 actually met a friend didn't you yeah yeah because like the the cap left me with, with a goal for the night like his, his goal was to made it to drive it there and my mission was to try to spread the word of the straw at screw around as much as possible Turned out it was more complicated than I thought because, as I was saying, the city was like a ghost city. Everything was closed. It was 8 p.m., 9 p.m. And there was nothing open. Crazy. Like, crazy. It was really crazy because I know it's it's summer and so everyone moves kind of away from the city and goes to the beach. But still, it's, it's the city. The center of the city was, was empty. And, but I was lucky enough to send a, a message to this friend of mine that I knew lived there. Uh, and I haven't seen her for like two or three years. Just sent her there a message to see if she was there. And she was. So we met up, had a drink and actually had a very great night. After all, we, we spent a lot of time talking. So I managed to spread the word around with her and with the, the owner of the place where we stopped. You got a follower for us. Yeah, you I, did got, spread I the word. got a follower. Just <laughs> one, which is not what I was expecting. It was a bit disappointing, but I got a follower. For That's us. awesome. That's awesome. So yeah, that was it. And then walked all to the other side of Turin because I, I, the, the place where we were supposed to meet was super far away. It took me three hours walking. Holy moly. To, to get there. But yeah, we basically arrived at the same time there at the park. Which was great. Yeah, it was perfect timing. So the next day we left for, well, we actually went, what did you go north, right? Yeah. It was actually, it's actually very recent. We went for this town in north of, of Italy, which we actually just looked for a lake yeah. for a shower because I hadn't taken a shower in three, in three days and I was disgusting. <laughs> I had to go for something, you know, and it was Yada's first shower in the lake. It yeah. was beautiful, wasn't it? Was it was super beautiful. It was an amazing lake. Holy oh my sh- God. And the temperature of that fucking lake. It was perfect. It was oh my God. Perfect. So yeah, it was a great experience. We did some exercise there. We went for the lake. We did some working, I think. A bit. So. Yeah. Oh, we met the guy that, that gave us. Oh yeah, yeah. The, so so this is random guy, <laughs> right? This random guy just came to the van, and he was like, "Hey, do you guys have papers or something?" Oh, in Italian, because Giada speaks obviously she's Italian, so she speaks Italian. Yeah. She was the, the one communicating with him, and apparently, yeah, he wanted some paper to roll a cigarette. Actually, he said 
paper to roll a cigarette, but then he said, no, it's actually need to roll a joint. So I need more than one paper. I was like, yeah, okay, fine. And I gave him the paper and he gave me hash. Yeah, yeah, he just gave us hash for and free. And we were like, what's happening? <laughs> like, okay, okay, like, all right. Like, you know, seriously? We're not looking for for hash or weed anymore, but if it comes to our lap, I mean, come on, we can. We, it's a waste of money, I'd say, yeah. you know, not to yeah. use it. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, so that was it. That was the that was thing. It. <laughs> that was the Italy. <laughs> yeah, but, but because we are both like, can I say this? Yeah, yeah, of course. All this right. is real time podcast, right? So. Yeah, it's 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 the realest of the realest. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is where we share the most. It's in the podcast, the true things. Yeah. Me and Jada, we're both addicts in in rehabilitation because you are always addict in rehabilitation. Whenever you get you you get addicted to something. Um, we've been a long time with that, like addicted to weed, but we've been addicted to weed for a while and very strongly so we you know it never gets easier but you end up knowing how to deal with it because yeah. you know your feelings you know how when you're getting too attached to it again you know when to stop so we decided you know what let's just have it for the day yeah. and get this over with in it yeah and that's that's what we did that's what we did that's what we did so the next day we went for switzerland wasn't it yeah, yeah, we just went for Switzerland. The next day we went for Switzerland, and it was basically driving the next day, wasn't it? Oh, no, no, no. We, we, we parked in this place to have my first Italian pizza. Yeah, you're yes. right. You're right. We moved away from the lake, and I drove the, the, the van also. For the first for, time, yes. And maybe it wasn't. No, the first time was to go at the lake, actually. Oh, you did. That's there. true. That's true. But yes. then I remember also driving that part because you had to to post stuff on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, first Italian pizza. Beautiful place that one. Beautiful place. Nice people spoke English. Uh, amazing pizza, yeah. by the way. Great fucking experience. And yeah, we, we spent the night there. Yeah, and also be part of the next day because we had uh, another shower there in the river. There was a river, like you, coincidentally, there was yeah. just a beautiful river, showerable. Yeah, sort of waterfalls, small ones. It was beautiful. Amazing. And, amazing. and yeah, a bit colder than the first lake. Yeah, a bit say. colder. A bit but colder. but, but was, you know, it it's part of the experience. Like, yeah. And no crocodiles again. No so. crocodiles. Yeah, no crocodiles. So yeah, um, we left this place and then we, we started driving up north to Switzerland, which I have to admit exceeded my wildest expectations. And my expectations yeah. were extremely high because it was the country that I wanted to visit the most in Europe. And it ended up just being a paradise. Yeah. It's just everything is beautiful and works well and so peaceful and just... Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, out of this world. I don't, don't know how to describe it. It's you just have to see it. Undescribable. Yeah, undescribable. <laughs> so, yeah, you just beautiful. have to see it. So, we... Crossed the line from the, the border from Italy to Switzerland, and then I don't know. I just these words, <laughs> these letters just came to my mind. Just had this calling, right? These letters just came to my mind. G O. Want to explain the story of the calling? Okay. You know what? Homework for you guys. Watch my, the manifest yeah. on Netflix, yeah, and you're gonna that. understand what we mean. Yeah, do that. So I got this calling in my mind. Just the letters G O G O. And then I I'm like. Because in my mind, I was like, we're going to have to spend the night somewhere in Switzerland, but I don't know where. And then these letters just came from my geo. And then I told Jada, Jada, look for a, a town nearby with the initials geo. Check if there's one. And then she was like, 
There is. There is. Fucking is. Uh, Gomps or something. It was Gomps. 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 It was like 50 minutes from where we were, yeah. right? In the direction that we were going. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, fucking, fucking hell. That's crazy. So we, we went to the place and, I, and and my colleague was like, you know what? We're going to this place. We're going to have a beer with someone that we have to meet. Yeah. It's, we're going to have this amazing time. Yeah, we recorded it. It's in the video. So it's in the video. Check, check the yeah. stories. Before we actually met this person. Yeah. Okay. So we went to Gomes and there was nothing there. Yeah, but before before Gomes, the bridge. Yeah. The bridge. What was that bridge? I don't know. The, it, it was like a hanging bridge. Beautiful hanging bridge. The Jada called it out. Called, called it out. And I just had to stop immediately, you know. Yeah. And then we we checked the bridge. It was beautiful. We have footage of that as well. And it was in the middle of the way to Goms. So we got to Goms. There was nothing there. Yeah. Like just a hotel, but no bars. So I'm like, let's see what bar is closer to here. So we just went to this bar yeah. and get this, get this. The, the this bar was located in the mountain, right? Mm -hmm. So we were driving a valley to go to yeah. Goms. So we went to this mountain, and the place that we were that we had to turn right to, to start going up in the mountain was exactly in front of the bridge. Yeah, yeah. So like w when we were on that bridge, I told you like maybe maybe the calling was actually the bridge. It wasn't Goms because this place is so beautiful that maybe that was the calling. It, it kind of sort of was after all because sort it was, was all connected. It was all connected, but Gom the Goms led us to see that bridge. Yeah. yeah. It was all fucking connected. Yeah, callings are about interpreting and yeah, steps. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so. It's not like a voice who just says something to your head. Yeah, right. <laughs> so we went to, so we went up there to this town. Uh, no idea what the name is. I don't know. No idea. And the bar was closed. Yeah, it was saying it was open until 1 a.m. on on Google, but it was fucking closed. But we were lucky because there was a parking, a huge parking space in front of it. And then we went up to the bar to check, completely closed. So there was this guy coming up the stairs and we're like, hey dude, do you know where you can have a beer around here? And he was like, well, the bar is closed obviously, but there's a restaurant there that is open. Yeah, but it wasn't very you know, optimistic that we could get a beer there. Yeah, That's no. The idea we get, it was like, it's a restaurant, guys. Like, you yeah, I was just thinking like, okay, we're going to have like one glass of small beer and yeah. that's it. Yeah. And so we but went that, there. That wasn't it at all, right? It wasn't it at all. We went there and as we were walking in, this guy named Sebastian, who, who works there, came out and we're like, hey dude, can we work, Can we get a beer? He was, and he was like, fuck. Dude, that was the moment that we left for the first time, like, fuck. <laughs> so authentic. And uh, yeah, he said, yeah, okay, do you guys have cash? Because I closed the, the uh, counter, so it's only cash. So yeah, that should be fine. Yeah. So we went to get the cash in the van, and I'm like, you know what? Let's just have a cigarette the guy after... Yeah. Uh, after we, we get the beer, because he seems nice. Yeah. So we went there inside, and uh, we started talking to him, and uh, then he said, you know what, the, the first one's in the house. Yeah, yeah, and so, there was already something, right? That was the beginning. Yeah, Sebastian, right? Remember this name, this guy Oops. is gonna be huge one day. Oops. Oops. <laughs> He's gonna be huge one day in the world. He makes amazing music. Yeah, he yeah. does, wow. Wow. So we stayed there. The other people that were inside left. It was just me, Jad, and Sebastian in the bar. He ended up, he, he's the manager. Yeah. So he has the keys. He's not just an employee there. He's actually the manager. So uh, as the night went on, we started talking and talking and talking. He has this tattoo in his arm yeah. that he got when he was drunk. It's just like a line. In this. Yeah, because he wanted to, to write something. And so he draw first a line yeah. to, write, to write it straight. 
But then it, the, the line wasn't die. straight. <laughs> the line is so Fuck. And like we really connected. This guy was just like us. He was a unique person, like a weirdo. Yeah. And uh, tough story. You tough story like. with all, you know, also with drugs. It, same as with us. That's why we connected as well. You know, we know how it is. And uh, he's he's recovered, and he's actually wanting to one. He wants to live life as a musician. And that's what he's going to be focusing on the next uh, next year. So, good luck, Seb. Good luck, Seb. Oops. Oops. <laughs> so we ended up having an amazing night, more than five beers, and the place ended up becoming an open bar. Yeah, we didn't pay a. We only paid a, f- a five, 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 five euro because I insisted paying him for yeah. the first beer. Yeah, but like offering offering him a beer. Yeah, exactly. For hours. And then like he. Uh, the second beer, he also said that it was in the house. Yeah. And then after that, I, when I wanted the third beer, I just went, hey, I guess this place just became an open bar. <laughs> and he was like, whoops. <laughs> so yeah, Seb, bro, we miss you so much, man. Thank you, you are amazing. Lot, man. You're the best. You are really the best. Wow. Uh, yeah. So What a night. What a night. What an amazing night. So we left the next day. We couldn't say goodbye to him. We saw him the next day. We talked to him, but we had to leave because there was a probably the inverter and it wasn't just wasn't turning on and right now i think it's working fine yeah let's check it real quick yeah it's working fine and i don't know it just it just turned off for the whole day and yeah there was a problem there was a big problem we wanted to leave as soon as possible because we wanted to get to bavaria where we could have some rest and i can actually check the problem with someone that understands it so we left the place and (laughs) let's talk about Naki. Shall we? Yeah, my God. So that night, uh, I think it was the morning, right? In the morning, you sent a message. Uh, yeah, the, around, around midday. I guess it was around midday, 1 p.m. You sent a message to him, uh, a personal customized message to him to actually help us share the, the video that we made, the intro. Yeah, we, we, just for those who don't know, we're talking about the guy that's going to play Luffy in the One Piece. Live action, action. yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, message him and then later that day he replied he said dude such an amazing adventure of course i'm gonna support and he shared our reel and yeah and in one day we went from 1700 to 2000 and almost 2200 yeah so and that wasn't just it because the other guy the the, the, uh, jacob is gonna play himself he commented our video after inaki shared it yeah and so it was just like a boom of emotions right boom of emotions like we were like you know what fuck the inverter we'll fix that i was just so yeah, happy right now it's really happy and uh yeah now now yaki is following us and Taz skylers also follows us the yeah. guys play sanji yeah so reaching out to jacob and emily rudd who's playing nami uh and one day we're gonna do it yeah. one day they're gonna see it yeah they're gonna, yeah. They're gonna yeah. help us out for sure so we left from there and we wanted to visit another micro state of Europe, another country that is super small called Liechtenstein. 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 <laughs> we spent the whole day actually today yeah. uh, going from south to, to the extreme south, to the extreme east, to the extreme north of yeah. Liechtenstein and it took us about two hours. Yeah, it's so fucking small. Yeah, and we went all around the country talk, and, and we stopped in beautiful places to talk about 12 curiosities about the place. Yeah. Obviously, it's not going to share in here because no, it's so many. No, you check the stories. Check the stories. <laughs> and uh, yeah, check the highlights because this is going to be out. Yeah. Actually, this is going to be out after the, the posts because I want to do it chronologically. Okay. All right. So yeah, 
you probably uh, you probably seen it already. <laughs> so yeah, uh, very small country doesn't have the we talked about it, it doesn't really have the the the, the, the Swiss vibe. Yeah, more it's, like the Austrian vibe. Isn't yeah, it? it's difficult to explain, but it's different. Everything looks perfect, but Switzerland has this more nature perfect. I don't know. Yeah, there it I agree. was also more. I, I don't even know how to well, say that. Well, they're both perfect, but I agree with you. Like, Switzerland has this nature perfection. Like, it's per- perfectly beautiful as yeah. well at the same yeah. time. And not that Liechtenstein is not beautiful. No. It's just not Switzerland. Yeah, I don't, it's. You guys have to see it. Yeah, right? you have, to, you have see to see it. You know, it's just. It's, it's, it's incredible. So, uh, yeah, we left Liechtenstein today and we started our journey to come to Bavaria, which we're going to be arriving tonight. Yeah. And we're going to be meeting my uh, or my friend Philip from the volunteering, which I talked about in one of the first episodes of this podcast. Yeah, I guess you have. I, I, I did, I did. It was, I think it was um, Pep Farm Academy for, uh, Sophomore. <laughs> I think it was this one. And we're gonna have a great time. It's Friday. Yeah. Yeah, it's Friday day. <laughs> so yeah, but fuck. You have no <laughs> yeah, shit. So we were driving in Germany happened. and then I'm like, hey Jad, can you take uh, can you take a video of the, the like of Germany so you can say that we're here? And the moment that she was going to put the cell phone there, the the, the mirror for the right side of the van just just, just came fell. off. It just, just came, came off. off. And we were like 110 kilometers per hour. Yeah. There's nothing we could do about it. Yeah, we were just like speechless. We guess we just stayed there speechless for like a minute. Don't know what to do, what to say. And it's just gone now. It's, it's just gone. gone. It's gone. So n- another problem that we're going to have yeah. to fix. I'm sorry, Mary. Yeah. <laughs> Jada is leaving tomorrow. Yeah. And, I am. But you are... Talk about it. You're coming back, eh? Yeah, I am coming back in October for sure. For the the rest of the adventure, yeah, to Nepal, the real the real part. This was this was sort of sort of vacation, you know, yeah. for me right now. Just yeah, it, w- it wasn't vacation, but kind of feels like it. In October, it's gonna be the real deal. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, the be real like, deal. It's and gonna be I, your house. Yeah, I fucking can't wait for that. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. amazing. Uh, we're gonna go down to Italy and explore her country. So yeah. that should be awesome. So yeah, I guess that's it for today. Did you enjoy your your first? Uh, participation yeah it's nice in podcast yeah, i remember all the stuff that we did in these four or five days yeah wow so much happened right it really is amazing to yeah. talk about it yeah so yeah guys uh jada i want to i want you to talk about uh before we end in this episode i want you to talk about why did you join and what are your expectations for the future of the straw Hats wow, group? this is a big question just like coming out of this so why what do you want to do also like in it what is your dream yeah so let me try to to be you know quick with all all that uh why do i want to join because that that is my dream too i never wanted to stay in a single place i always wanted to to travel i like the idea of waking up in a different place every single morning and my goal you know i want to be sort of a journalist i wouldn't describe myself exactly as a journalist i don't know what's the the right term for that but I like writing and I like talking about the problems in the world. I write good articles about it. And so, yeah, while we're traveling around, especially, I guess, while we leave the, 
once we leave Europe, obviously the, the, the poorest part of Europe, because like since we're in Spain, Italy, Germany, everything looks cool, then you see the real world up there. And I want to, I want people to know what that real world is, because what we get, the information we get are, are biased. And I don't like that. I really don't like it. I, want, I don't want to be cited. I'm not cited for, for any, no, not writing articles that are politically cited or stuff like that. I just want to show what I see. Yeah. And yeah, this is very perfect for me to do that. It has the perfect combination of the adventure, the fun, and the career in a way too, you know, the business in there. And it's gonna be awesome. It is. <laughs> so she had really awesome. left, she decided to leave her home country to go on this amazing adventure because it's her dream. Yeah. So what would you say to the people that are really like unsure? They have a dream, but they're like, ah, oh, should I do this? No, let's, let's go, follow the calling. Follow the fucking calling. Let's go.